Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to the life and Torah of our leaders. Today we're giving it this week on Wednesday, I think. Those who, uh, the Magachiro switched with me, wasn't able to make it yesterday. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners who will be joining this year. And we are live with First Seder Beis Medrash, um, as we usually are on Tuesday mornings at 11.30. Today's shear is sponsored by Rabbi Ephraim Kazin for Rafur Shalema, for his brother Nechemya ben Bluma Necha. Shev Rafur Shalema had a very serious brain surgery on Monday. And... Uh, the schus of the Torah and the tefillahs of Klai Yisrael should bring him a refuah shalema b'karev. Today we're going to talk about the Bach. The Bach, whose yard site will be next week, Chaf Adar, he was nifted in the year Tuf, 1640, according to his Matseva, and that will make it his 381st yard site. His name was Rabbi Yoyal Sirkish, and he was born about the year 1561, Shin Chaf in Lublin. His father's name was Reb Shmuel. Now, we'll see in a moment what his last name was. The Bach brings his father in Arachayim Tov Peizayin. He writes, V'chein kibalti mi'adayni avi Rav Shmuel. Deloi kebeis Yosef arav v'agoy shulchan aruch. So he brings his father to argue against the Beis Yosef and the Ramah. So that gives us a little bit of an inkling to the who his father was, that he felt that his father's psak was stronger than the Beis Yosef and the Ramah. In Yaradeya, at the end of Simen Chav Dalid, he brings that tshuva that he writes from the Sheris Yosef, I think, that the Sheris Yosef saw in my grandfather's house, who's my grandfather? Of Moshe Yaffa. His grandfather was Rav Moshe Yaffa, Zechreinah Levracha. So that means his father's name was Rav Shmuel Yaffa. Why is his name Rav Yoyal Sirkish? How did his name become Sirkish? So his Sirkish is based on his mother's name. His mother's name was Sara. And therefore, sometimes we find like the Marsha took on his uh, mother's name, Adelish. And that's the whole story over there. So here also, for whatever reason, he took on his mother's name, Sarah's, like Sarika. So Sirkish, the one who belongs to Sarah, that's how his name is Rabiel Sirkish. Now, you might remember that we did the Lavush last week, and the Lavush's name was Ramardcha Yaffa. So it happens to be they were second cousins. I actually saw a family tree, how that works out. And it, the Bach and uh, the Lavush were actually second cousins with the same last name of Yaffa. He was also related to the Sheris Yosef, as we just mentioned, the Sheris Yosef. The Sheris Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Katz, was the brother-in-law of the Ramah. We've mentioned him other times. And in that, uh, in that Bach we just mentioned, in Yaradeh Chavdalit, he calls him Sheiri, my relative. He was also related to Refivish of Krakow, who we'll see in a moment was his Rebbe. In Chuvas and Kufbeis, he also calls him Sheiri. Um... Now, it's interesting how we know he was born in Lublin, or at least his early age was in Lublin, because the last tshuva in Tshuva's Yeshanas, in the old Tshuva's of the Bach, he writes, it's a, it's a shail over there about a katan, un, someone under bar mitzvah, getting maftir on Yantif. On Yantif, when you read from the Karbonus Musaf of the Yantif, 
could a katan get that aliyah? So at the end of the tshuva, he writes, made ani alai, I testify about myself, that my father he paid a lot of money to buy me the Pesach, the last day of Pesach. I was still under Bar Mitzvah. And he says, I read myself from the Sefer Musafim. He laid the Aliyah of Maftir, which is the Musafim of Pesach. In the Beis HaKnesah Shel Goyna Marshal, in the Marshal Shul in Lublin. And he writes, and I think, that the Marshal was there in Shul at the time, and he did not protest in this thing. So he brings that as a raya, um, his father purchasing Maftir for him in Lublin. Now his, his son in the preface to the Bach writes, All of his days he didn't sleep at all, learning Torah, and he writes, he learned, When he was young, he learned from out of poverty and very stressful times. And we mentioned this a few weeks ago when he talked about the Taz, that the Bach in his younger years was a very poor man. Now who were his Rabbeim? So he had three primary Rabbeim. His first Rabbi was someone named Reb Shloimer Reb Yehuda, who was called Reb Shloimer Reb Leibish. We've said this many times, that when sometimes a person's father, they call him the Reb Shloimer that belongs to that person. So Yehuda is Leib, so he used to call him Reb Shloimer Reb Leibish, from Lublin. Again, a raya that he, was, uh, he grew up in Lublin. In Chuvas in Simon Pei, talking about doing Kiddush Levana after three days and not waiting for seven days after the Mailad, he writes, he writes, And in another tshuva, when it talks about an Aguna, and the question was, could we say testimony based on the clothing of the person who was killed? Does that identify him as the person um, that we know it's that person? He writes, that when I was younger, I heard a story, a similar story, that happened in Posen. Zekar of the Chamishim Shana, over 50, almost 50 years ago. And he writes, Hagoyin Reblei Miprag Hitira. Reblei Miprag, the Maral, was materit, permitted it. But Moiri Virabi Agoin Rip Shloima Chosin Milublin Shoya Avda Bezdin Posin, but my Rabbi Rip Shloima, who at that time was the Rav of Posin Asra, said you cannot rely on clothing to say that that is that person. And I, Anoichi Talmidoi Kasavti Viskamti Ladas Moiri, and I, his Talmud, also agreed to my Rabbi that it is Asr. His second Rabbi was someone named Rav Tzvi Hersh Shur. He was a Talmud of the Ramah. In Archaim Kufay and Dalid, talking about saying Savri. So we say Savri when you make a Bari Priyagofen at a meal for people to pay attention, you're being mighty then. So the question is, what about in cases where you're not being mighty, like by a chuppah? Do you say it or not? The Mishnabura paskins that we don't. But the Bach says, I saw he did say it by a chuppah, and that's how he, he learned from Gedolim. The Bach is of the opinion you do say Savri by a chuppah, or by a bris for that matter, I think he says also. But we, um, we paskin like the Mishnabura, not like that. And his third Rebbe was his relative, as we mentioned before, Reb Fivish of Krakow, in Archaim Lamed Ches. He writes, I saw a Maisa Rav, Mimoyri Achosin, Marein Reb Fivish, Sheyukoyre Bechalyayim Beboiker, Sheyitzfilin Bereishay. My Rebbe, Reb Fivish, every morning, when he was wearing his tefillin, so he would read the Parshius of Parshis, um, 
Kadesh and Vahayaki Viacha, the other two parshias that are in the Tfilin. The Mishabur brings this down in Simon Chafhei, Beshem the Bach and the Shla to do this. Many people have such a minig, but the Bach and Laman Ches, the source, he says he saw his Rebbe Rafaivish do it. And in another place in in, in Reish Ayin Vav, he also writes, V'chein kebalti mi meri Rafaivish, mi bris the Lita. At that time, Rafaivish was not the Rav of Krakow, he was the Rav of Brisk. Um, in Lita, and uh, like we said before, in Achuva, he calls him my relative. Now, the Bach was a Rav in many different cities. Now, how we know which cities is because it's written on his Matseva. It's a long Nusach on the Matseva, and it goes through all the cities. So we'll read through it and talk about the cities, and we'll see where we find them in his Chuvas. So the Matseva, it says like this, Hischilo Chachma Bachutz Taraina, that it began his Chachma to go outside, Bikak in the city of Prozna. Prozna is a city where near Brisk, it's in what would be now southwest Belarus. And then he continued Chazak Vahamitz Beyeshiva Bikak Lukva, which is in eastern Poland near Lublin. From those two cities, we don't have any Chuvas that have those cities uh, when he was the Rav of those cities. But then the, and this is perhaps what the, the, uh, the Matseva means, it says, The light of his Tyran, all of them, meaning it sounds like this began his, the illuminating light of the Bach, in a city called Luvmol, and that is a city which is in now northwest Belarus. And we find in the Chuvis Yishanes, in the old Chuvis, in Simon Dalid, from Eor of Shin Samachal of 1601, he signs it um, in Kak Luvmol, or Luvmolad, I don't know exactly how you pronounce it. Over there was an interesting Shaila. There was a Takana, a Gezeira Nachash. Nachash stands for Nidoi Cherem and Shamta. It means a very serious Gezeira that the Jews should not buy homes or property from Goyim in the Jewish neighborhood. Why? Because they were afraid that if the Jews buy up all the property and all the Jews are in one neighborhood without any Goyim interspersed between them, so then the Goyim might make a pogrom and burn down the entire city because they have nothing to lose. Or they'll chase everybody out of the city because they have nothing to lose. But as long as Goyim are interspersed in the Jewish neighborhood, they felt safer. And that was that tshuva was about uh, someone who bought a piece of property. But that was a very interesting, uh, very interesting tshuva about what was going on um, in the times in, in that city. After that, it says he went, on his Matzev, it says he went to the city, in the city of Mezhvish, which is in the Ukraine, much further east, in Simon Pei Bays, in the year Shin Samachay, 1605, there, is, um, there was Kabbalah's Eidos, they accepted testimony about a woman whose husband was lost in Aguna, and they wanted the Bach to look at the testimony, and it sounds like that testimony was taken in 1605 in Shin Samachay, but it sounds like he became the Rav after that because he was looking at the testimony that the Bezdin had recorded in that year. After that it says, Mileyachare Hashem Bikach Shidlov, which is about 70 miles east of Warsaw. You see, he's uh, very much all over the map, the Bach, in his Rabbanus. In Chuvas Chadasha Simendalin, over there talks about an Eruv and the rental of the Goyim's property. In order to make an Eruv, you have to rent property from the Goyim. So is it enough to rent it from the Sar Huir, the, uh, the, the, the mayor or whoever's in charge of the city? Is that enough? That's the Chuva that he's talking about there in Shidlov. Now, on his Matseva, it doesn't say that he was in Bells, but we do find him from his Chuvas in Shimayim Bey, Shimayim Dalid, in Bells. Does that mean he wasn't the Rav there? I don't know. 
Um, in Bach Hadosh, Simmons Chav Gimel, it talks about grapes, that they found worms in them. We have the same problem nowadays in some places. He writes on Sukkis, in Kak Bells, in the city of Bells, Shin Ayin Beis. Um, and in the old Chuvas, in Simen Ayin Ches, writing to the Sma in Shin Ayin Dalid, he also writes Pikak Bells. So you see Shimayin Beis and Shinayin Dalid, he was in those years, he was in the city of Bells. If you remember from the Shir on the Taz, that Chuva to the Sma, he writes that he was very busy with his daughter's wedding. I want to point something out, a correction that I noticed when I was learning it now. Then I said that I thought that wedding was the wedding of the Taz to his second daughter. Um, because very after, soon after that he was in Brisk and the Taz was with him in Brisk. But now I see if you go through the Tshuva at the end, he actually quotes his son-in-law, the Taz. So it doesn't sound like that the wedding was referring to the Taz's wedding. It was a different uh, daughter, as we'll see in a moment. But what that does is, if you remember in the Shir on the Taz, I mentioned if he got married so late, in that year he was like 30 years old or something when he got married, which was very not, not so common at the time. According to this, he was married much earlier. Who knows when he was married, but it wasn't this chasana, which changes a little bit the timeline of the Taz and, um, and, uh, and when he was in different places, if this, this is clearly not an indication that he got married in this year. So that's a correction that I noticed when I was learning about the Bach this time around. Then it continues and it says, um, Then he went to Brisk, which is uh, in the Chuvas, in the Yeshanas, Simendalid. Um, and he was there till uh, the year Shin Ayintas. And then the Matseva says, Yafutsu Maynoisov, um, Kiven Yaka, his, his uh, wellspring sp- sprouted forward like a Ben Yaka, Yaka is a lotion of Bina, of understanding, Bekak Krakow in the city of Krakow. I guess Yaka and Krakow rhyme, that's why they use that word. And in, Ch- in the Chuvas in Simon Sadiches, he writes, Maise Shahaya, there was a so- story that when, when I just came to the city of Krakow, Besoif Shna Shinayintes, at the end of the year 1619. So that is his, um, his different Rabbonusin, these different places he was the Rav based on his Matseva. Who were his children? So his oldest child was Rabbi Yehuda Leib, who was a Dayan in Krakow, and he was also the Av Bezdin in a city called Chenshin or something like that. In Shuvis, Samach Aleph and Samach Beis, he writes, Levni, Harav, Achosid, Ho'av, Bezdin, Veram, the Bezdin and the Rav, Kimreinu, Rav, Leib. That was his oldest son. His second son was Reb, signs his name as Reb Shmuel Tzvi HaMechuna Hertz. Shmuel Tzvi was called Hertz. He was the Rav in a place called Pinchov, and he's the one who printed his father's Svarim. And he writes in the Hakdama, and, and he writes... Um, he wrote the Akdama to the Sefer Habach. The Bach wrote a, a preface as well, but he wrote a preface when he printed it. Um, and there's chuvas to him in Chadosh and Tezayin, Chaf Beis, and other chuvas as well. In the Hakdama, he writes about his father, He was surrounded by great Choshev Talmidim, and his children, Obeprat and specifically Ochi Hagadol Hachosir Mereinor Av Rableib Vivtsirubai and they were the ones who urged him to print the Sefer Habach, urged the Bach himself. 
And he continues, he says, and I, the small one, every time I talked to him, if Sartibai, I would nudge him and urge him, and I didn't let, let, let up, I wasn't quiet until he finally nodded his head to me to print his Chidushim and Biurim um, on the tour. So those are his two sons. Who were his sons in law? So his oldest son in law was named Rabbi Huda Zelkel, who was a dying in Krakow. At the same time, he was with the Magine Shleima, we've talked about the Taisvis Yantif. They were the Dayanim in Krakow at that time. And he was married to the Bach's daughter, whose name was Esther. They had a son, Naftali Hertz, who was one of the Talmidim of the Bach. And there's a tshuva to him in Chadasha Simen Nun. And we'll see later another tshuva written to him as well. The second son in law was Reb David Segel, the Taz, married his daughter Rivka. And the third one, and this is probably the one that he was talking about before, in Bells, was name was Reb Yaakov. Now, in the Chevra Kedisha book of Krakow, over there it says, Nishmes Reb Yaakov Ishtam, the Ish Cholok Beli the simple one, Ishtam, like it said about Yaakov Avinu, the one who didn't have a beard, had a smooth face without a beard, who was the son of whoever his father was a Rav, Bechasan HaMelech, and he was the son-in-law of the king, Hagoyna Chosid, Ram Vavvezdin, the Rav of our city, Mirena of Yoel. What happened to him? He says he fell from backwards off of a roof or a second floor, Bishabar Marfakta, and he broke his neck, and he died, and Chof Gimel Elul Shin Pei Aleph. So it sounds like he died young, and that's why it said he didn't have a beard yet. Now, Shin Pei Aleph is only, if this is the Chasana in Shin Ayin Dalid, which is a mere seven years before, and assuming they got married young in those days, that's why he was still a young man without a beard, so that fits in very well with the Chasana in Bells seven years earlier. So those were his three sons-in-law. What was the Derech Halimut of the Bach? So the Bach was very much tried very hard to get the proper text in whatever he learned. And that's why there's Hagoyz Habach. There is the, his corrections on, on Shas. We have on the side of the Gemara, on the Rush, on the Tour, very often also he corrects things. You have to realize the printing press, the printing was relatively new at that time, and a lot of mistakes were made, and sometimes even changes were made. Not all the printers were really people who knew how to learn and things like that, and they made mistakes. Whether it was on purpose or not on purpose, they did it. So he went and he tried to correct that. Now sometimes he did it because he felt logically it made sense. Something he writes, Maybe this is a mistake that has to be corrected. Sometimes he would look back in old Svarim, in the old texts, like in Chayshem Ishvat, Simon Samach Zayin, he writes, This is how it is in some of the Svarim. But some of them don't have it. Why? It's a mistake. And you have, to, uh, you have to correct it. Sometimes he had a Kabbalah that it was a mistake. Like from the Marshal. The Marshal also, as we know, has Hagois on, on, on Chas. In Chayshem Ishvat, Kufches, he says, Matsasi Bagois, Marshal Shekosav. In Kuf Memdal in Chayish Mishpat, he writes, Kibalti, I have a Kabbalah that the Marshal corrected this. And in fact, there are some Hagois of the Marshal that we only have because of the Kabbalah that the Bach had from him. But there are other places that he worked very hard not to change the text. Um, and sometimes he felt other people changed it too quickly. For example, in Chayish Mishpat Ayin Zayin, he says, Nir Lafiyas Daiti, I think, Shein Kantai Seifer. There's no mistake here. 
And in Shin Lamed Beis, he writes, I saw the Bedek Habayis, who is the Beis Yosef, Omar Lahagia, says you have to change the text. No, I disagree. Vain Kantois. So it wasn't like it was like a free reign here to do what you want. Um, when he changed the text, he had a, a reason why he did it. Now, he also had a very good uh, way of learning, a mahalach of learning, and that is that anything that came his way, he never relied on the fact that he, it was brought this way, someone quoted this way. He always said, you have to look it up in the source. And in fact, in a tshuva to his son, Reb Hertz, in tshuva chaf beis, he writes, I know that you have a problem, you have a problem with your shtikl taira that the marshal seems to be against you and not like your words. He says, You're right. The way you have it quoted. But I went back to the source. And I have the source of what he said. And according to the original source, you'll see that there's nothing, there's no kasha on what you're saying. So he's very much into that. And we find this, it wasn't just in, in things that are brought in any way. His whole derech halimud was to go back to the source. For example, in Shuvas and Kufchav Ches, it talks about when the 31st day of a birth, which would be the day of the pigeon haben, of a firstborn, falls out on Shabbos. So there's a machlaikas when you do the pigeon haben. So he brings the different paiskim, and then he says, I want to say that sometimes you should do it on Sunday, and sometimes you should do it on Friday. And I'm going to explain, he says, but first, let me bring the sugya, and the psakim of Gaini Harishainim Vacharainim Bechiburam Uvichuvaisayam. Then let me bring the psak of the Rishainim Vacharainim in their Svarim and in their responsa. Umitaicham Yisparo Emes. And when I put it all together, you'll see the truth of Fianiasdaita Bisiata Dishmaya. So this was his Darach Halimud. Always go back to the source, to the sugyas, and then you'll be able to get the proper psak. Now, we've spoken many times about the Darach Halimud called Chilukim which was Rav Shalom Shachna from Lublin. Um, there was a way of, of, of learning, of, it was like a mental exercise called Chilukim, and we've said the Marshal and others fought very strong against the Maral, this Derech Halimud, and the Bach also was very against it. And in a tshuva to his grandson that we mentioned before, um, Rav Naftali Haritz, the son of his daughter Esther and his son-in-law, the Dain of Krakow, Rabbi Yehuda Zelkel. So he writes over there, Tomani Alecho Kamadim Yoinus Usvaris Shokasavta. He says, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. These logics and these comparisons that you wrote, Livnois listener to build and to, and to destroy, Vehenlam Shairish Vikr Talmud. These are just Svaris that you have, there's no source in the Talmud. This is not how I taught you when you were in my midst. I didn't teach you how to learn this way. So he tells him, If you want to ask me anything, ask very short. Unless you have some type of proof from the Gemara in Apaiskim. But stand to write me a shaila and then give all of your own svaras and demyoinas, he says, don't do that. If you have something strong, talala sefer, write it. Uvijoy, loizulas, but nothing else. I don't want to hear these type of shtikluch taira. So he was very strong against that. Now when it comes to the learning of Kabbalah, it's very interesting. In Simon Dalit in Shuvas, he writes, Hamalag al-Divrei Chachamim, anyone who makes fun of the words of Chachamim, 
Umidavar doifi achachmas and speaks against the concept of Kabbalah. And you have to realize that at that time, Kabbalah was making its way into the world. Um, there had been some suffering, Shabsai Tzvi, because of Kabbalah and things like that. And we've mentioned this um, in the Pnei Yeshua and other types of Gedolim who fought against uh, being Noyeg Alpi Kabbalah. Everyone was very nervous about that. So he's very strong that Kabbalah is Emes, of course. And is Shehim Ekar HaTayra, Vikru Vekula Yira Shamayim. Anyone who's mizalzel, anyone who makes light and shames Chachmas HaKabbalah should be put in Cherem. There's no one greater who deserves to be put in Cherem, excommunicated, for making fun of Torah if you make fun of Kabbalah. And in fact, in the Bach, in his, his commentary in the Bach, he uses Kabbalah to explain different things. A very famous Bach in Simon Memzai in Hilchas Berchas where he talks about the concept that they were punished in Bayes Rishon, because they didn't recite Berchas HaTayra. He writes over there a very important Bach, it's really the Yesaidas of, of Tyra. He writes, Hashem gave us the Tyra, we should connect to its holiness, and we should become a Merkava Lashchina, a chariot to Hashem, Lekasher in order to connect the upper worlds and the lower worlds. But since they did not learn Torah with this in mind, they didn't learn this Torah, and that's why they didn't say the Birchas HaTorah. They didn't learn with this in mind that our job with Torah is to connect to its Kedusha, to connect the Kedusha of the upper worlds to the Gashmias, the physical worlds. Since they didn't do that, Nasa Pirud. There was a, 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 there was a schism, there was a separation. And the Shechina was nostalgic. The Shechina stayed up in Shamayim. There was no connection. And the world stayed down here, Begash Miyutsoi Beli Kedusha, physical world without any holiness. And therefore that's why they were, they were punished. And he says that's what Birchas HaTayra is. When you recite Birchas HaTayra, you thank Hashem that He gave us this Tayra, that we should be able to connect to its Kedusha and to His Shechina. And if you don't recite the Birchas HaTayra that way, you're not understanding what Tayra is, and therefore that's why it was such a severe punishment to Klal Yisrael, Shalei Baruch Hu In Simon Kuf Samach Zayim, when he talks about putting ten fingers on your Chala, um, when you recite Hamaitzi, he also brings up Kabbalah there. Um, however, even though he was so strong an advocate for Kabbalah, However, when it clashed with Halacha, he was very strong that we don't paskin like Kabbalah. For example, in the Chuvas in Simon Pei, we mentioned before about being Mekadish Halavana after three days from the Mailad and not waiting till seven days. He writes, Vidin This is the Beis Yosef writes, Hu um, Ari, it's Alpi the Arizal that wrote Alpi Kabbalah. We do not go with Kabbalah if it's against the din. And he brings a proof. We put on Tvilin on Cholamayid. And when we put on our Tvilin Shalyad, we say the Bracha standing. And according to Kabbalah, it's also to put on Tvilin on Cholamayid. And when you make the Bracha, you recite the Bracha on Tvilin Shalyad, you should be sitting. So, you see, we don't go with Kabbalah. If you remember the Pnei Yeshua, this was a big thing with him, about Tefillin on Cholamayit. He was very nervous. People who started pu- stopped putting on Tefillin on Cholamayit. So the Bach says, oh, we don't to go, when it's Kenege the Halacha, we don't go with Kabbalah. Uchidin ze nami, 
He says that when it comes to um, Kiddush Levana, the Rabbanim that came before us, and they were Mekobalim too. No one waited till after Zion, like the Beis Yosef says, Alpida Rizal. We mentioned this before, that he said, this is what my Rebbe did as well. And also in Reshai and Dalid, when it talks about on Friday night, um, when you set up the chalas, so um, the Beis Yosef says that you cut the bottom chala, alpi kabola. And he asks, what do you mean? There's the iser of mavir and ala mitzvahs. If the top chala is the one that's first, we're not allowed to pass over mitzvahs. So he says, Ein al din So even though the Kabbalah says to do on the bottom one, we do not um, override that, by uh, override a din of the Gemara of Ein Mavir and mitzvahs because of Kabbalah. So the Mishaburah gives an eight and says, the bottom one you should move closer to you so you don't have the problem of Ein Mavir and mitzvahs. However, this is what the Bach, so you see the Bach as much as he was a, Proponent and he used Kabbalah, but when it came Kineged Halacha, so he refused to follow the Kabbalah. Um, when it comes to the world of Psak in Chuvas, he writes an interesting thing, and this was a Chuva we talked about before about the worms and the grapes that happened on Sukkis, Arab Sukkis. He writes that when I was younger, he says, I wasn't so midactic in these things, and I just said, It's Asr. You know, I didn't go into the Sugya so much, and I see many Gedailim say it's Asr even though sometimes it's a big loss for people, and it's also a tzorich of yantif. He said, but now that I, get a, I got a little older, I started making more of an effort to pay attention to the words that the Torah is worried about the mom and the money of Klai Yisrael. And he says, if, you want, if people want to be machmer la'atzman, if they want to be stringent for themselves, that's fine. But for other people, you shouldn't be machmer. You have to be careful. It's a big loss. It's a tzarech yantif. So it sounds like he changed his derech hapsak from when he was younger to he was older in this, uh, in this, in this inyan. And also in, in Yaradea Kuf Peizayin in Hilchaz he writes over there, he says that the Maram Padva. Uh, Paskin Lechumra about something Misvaras Atzmai with his own logic Belishum Raya without any proof and the Ramah followed him He says we can't listen to that Chumra we Paskin the way we find in the Gemara he says, if an Adam Chashev wants to be noyag midas haprishas laatzmai, he wants to be extra stringent for himself, that's fine. Don't write it down in a book, in a sefer, to paskin for future generations, unless you bring clear and solid proofs, min talmud So he's very strong about that. And also, his famous psak, the Bach is known for his famous psak, about Chadosh in Chutzlaretz, Bizman Eating, not being makbid in, in Chutzlaretz, to only have Yashan, which means to say you can only eat from the old flour that was in existence, or the old grain, the flour made from grain, that was existent before the Karban Ha'imer on the second day of Pesach. Um, so, so he writes in Reish Sadi Gimel, the Bach is known as the one who is the Matir, and he writes, no one should pass in the Isser if it's since it's the opposite of what the custom is through uh, based on Gedali Israel to permit it. 
If someone wants to be stringent for himself, it's a pious thing. But don't paskin for others like that. Um, but it's interesting on the flip side, when he saw that something, an iser, was uh, needed some chizuk, people were not careful with the iser, he was machmer. For example, in those times, it was the beginnings of what we call a heteriska, which is a way of turning every loan into a, uh, a business investment in order that one could collect, so to speak, interest. You change interest into profits. So at that time, it became very mezulzal, the Isra of Ribis, and he writes in Simon Samach Zayin and Chuvis, People are too lenient. Over here, one should be stringent. Um... He was also very strong about how to teach your children. Um, there was a minig based on a Rashi, perhaps, not to teach children nach. Only Tyra, but not Tyra and Gemara. And he writes in Yaridea Reish Mem Hey, in Shulchan Aruch, It's incorrect that they don't hire teachers to teach their children Nevi'im and Ksuvim. The Shach over there brings the Bach, and he says, He tries to say, no, it is the, the minig is proper, but here the Bach was very strong that people, the minig of people was incorrect. He was in very involved in the community, in the Klal, um, in Tshuva uh, Simen Sadi Aleph. The Gedoyle Hadar, he writes, um, were in doubt about a certain psak, and this was in the Urid in Lublin. This was a meeting of the Vad Arba Haratzais in Adar, um, in Adar of Shin Sadi Beis, I think it was. And he says that they weren't sure about the Psaq, so they sent it to me to look at when I get home. And um, whatever I pass in, they will, they will uh, agree to. So you see that he was, you know, one of the Gedoyli Hadar involved in the Vadar Baharatzis. He had many chuvis with different Gedoylim. Um, an interesting one is that um, in the Chadashis Nuntes, he writes when he was in Krakow, this happened, he said that he remembers in the origin, one of his earlier cities, Luvmul, he, we paskined about in Aguna, um, in the year Shin Samach, v'apsak sholachti liyad harav agoldo mareinu lav, mareinu harav rebleib and rebtsal Prague, and I sent the Shaila to the Maral of Prague, and uh, so it's interesting, he was misyized with the Maral of Prague, and in Yeshanis also in Lamed Vav, he says, Shalti as Peakadosh, Harav Agado, Mareinu Alav, Mareinu Ableib, and Rebetzalami Prague. He so he was. Uh, it seems that he he was in constant contact or in contact with the Maral on different halachas. And also in the Bach of Al Chadash that we just mentioned, he starts off and he says, Hamidig Pashul Amachuseinu. The minig is is simple in our kingdom that we are our custom is to be matirit. And the G'dayli Hadar Shahayu Lufanenu, and even the G'daylim of the earlier generations, Mareinu Rav Rav Shachna, that's Rav Shalom Shachna of Lublin, Mareinu Rav Shloim Aluria, the Marshal, V'talmideyim, and all their Talmidim, Shaisen HaSheicher, they drink the beer, even though it's not Yoshan. And except some Hasidim, Mikaroi, recently some Hasidim tried to be Nizer, to be careful in this Isser. But he says, when I was younger, I learned Masechta Kedushim 30 years ago, he says, Lifnei Lamichana, over 30 years ago, and I decided to go into the sugya to see Pshat in this Psak, is it really Mutter or not? And he writes, Vishoalti, as Hamar Agoldom Reiner of Liva Abara Bitzalel, again the Maral Miprag, Bitzati Lefon of Mashelesi, and I told him what, what I came out with. 
um, what I got with my trap, so to speak, what I caught with my nets, and in front of other G'daylim as well, nobody was able to um, say I was incorrect. So he was very, um, so he was very, he was in contact with G'daylim, but you see here, the morale was someone he was in constant contact with. Last week we talked about the get from Wien, from Vienna, the story with the Marami Lublin, and the Lavush, and on the other side was the Sma. The Sma was the one who made the get, and said it's a good get, and continued to say it was a good get. So the Bach was on the side of the Sma. There's a Chuvan Chadoshes, Simon Sadi, where he goes and he um, defends the Sma against the Maram Milublin's Taina to say that it is a good get. His Sefer Bach is called the Bach, it's, the words are Bayis Chadosh. In the Haskama that Reb Shmuel from Krakow, who was the Rav of Frankfurt, he writes like this. He says that most of the responsa of the Chuvas of the Bach were written before he came to Krakow, when all the Gedali Yisrael Kasvulo would write to him questions. But in Krakow, he was very busy with his Sfarim, the Sefer HaBach, the learning of the Bach, um, which he was Mechaber, he composed Bekibbutz Godova Atzum, with a big gathering, a big yeshiva, all the G'daylim of this generation were his Talmidim. So you see that like he changed a little bit. When he came to Krakow, he was very focused on his Talmidim, the yeshiva learning um, his shurim on the tour, as we'll see in a moment. And the Chuvas, not so much, um, he wasn't as involved in. His son is in, in, in Akdama, he writes, when he came to Krakow, he found many great Talmidim. Most of them, Nasei Rashi Yeshivas, became Rashi Yeshivas, and became people who paskined, Rabbanim. He would learn with them, all of the four tours. He didn't just learn it with them once or twice. Many times, until they became accustomed with all of the tour. And that's how he, learning the Torah and the Chidushim, is how he composed the Sefer called the Bach. And the Bach himself writes in his preface, he says, I want to, um, to publish Hadvarim Vavayis, Sheshamu Mipi Belamdi Imam, my Talmidim were urging me to print the, uh, the, the Chidushim that I learned with them, when we learned the Sefer Atur, when I learned it in public with the, a gathering of friends here in the city of Krakow, the prominent city in Klai Yisrael. And he writes, I called it Bayis Chadash. He says, because I wasn't here just to quote. Like the Beis Yosef quotes a lot of Pirushim. I wasn't here. The only reason I quote from others is... Um, in order for something shenis chadish bohem, a chiddush, a question, an answer, a nupshat, a psak din. So bayis chadish means that everything I hear, everything that's here, is some type of chiddush, either in the tour himself or in the perushim that I bring or the rishanim that I bring. I'm bringing for some type of question, answer, or some type of chiddush. His son writes, "Kol megamosay meita isparach." All that the Bach wanted, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu should give him rest from those who his, his those who hated him, who tried to uh, gang up against him. So it seems throughout his years he had sorrows from different people. There's a famous tshuva I can't go into now about a, a shliach tzibur um, and and who was mavaza him and refused to listen to his psak and told him he's wrong and doesn't know how to paskin. I mean, totally mavaza the rav a long tshuva about that. So it seems he had a lot of tsaras from people, his son says. 
And he was Zaycha that three of the four Chalakim of the Bach were printed while he was alive. He started the work of finishing the fourth Chalak. And his son writes that at the end of his life he wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael. He didn't end up going, but he wanted to go. And he says, he made me make a Shvua. Shvua Chamura, an oath that I cannot use one penny of his wealth. Now you remember we said that he was very poor when he was young, and we mentioned this in the Shir on the Taz, that it seems when he came to Krakow, he became very wealthy. He says, you cannot touch one penny from my wealth until you print my Svarim, until you print my Svarim. And he says, his son writes, Vikiyamti ba'atzmi akzeira, and I was Mekayim this gezeira, and uh, printed, finished printing his Svarim. He was Nifter, as we said, in Krakow, on Chof Adar, the year Tuf, and he is buried in the old Beis Akvaris, in the Ramaz Beis Akvaris in Krakow, was to be at his kever. I just want to say over one Bach, and this is the way, one of the reasons I want to say this, because Rabbi Greenspan and I, besides, we, I uh, admire him very much, and he's a close friend, but we are also Talmidim of our great Rebbe, Rabbi Shlame Brevda. And the last conversation that I had with our Rebbe, Rishlam Brevda, in learning, I spoke to him after that, before he was Nifter, but in learning was the Shvuas before he was Nifter eight years ago. And I, he told me a shtickle from Abchatzkel, and I told him the following Bach. And I read it to him, exactly in where I'm sitting right now, in my study, I read it to him. There's in Hilchas Pidyan Aben in Shin Hei, the tour brings down a bracha to say it a pidgin aben. We don't have this bracha. But it's a whole bracha. About the creation of a child. And it says over there that, you know, you created him and you gave him food and drink in his mother's womb. And you prepared for him two malachim to guard him in his mother's womb. What are these two malachim that are guarding a child in his mother's room? So the Bach says over there, Nira Dishmirazu, the reason you need two malachim to guard the entrance to the womb so that the Yetzahara should not enter the child while he's in his mother's womb. Why? Because he's being taught the entire Torah while he is in his mother's womb, and we want it that it should be strong. It should be strong. In every, in his whole being, in all, all of his limbs. Why do we teach a child? Why does Hashem teach a child all of the Torah in his mother's womb? Says he says, you think about it. The Yetzirah is so strong. How does anyone stand a chance? He says, you know how you stand a chance? Because Torah and Mitzvahs were there first. They have a Din Kedima. They had precedent. They were there first. Before the Yetzirah could make a foothold in you, Torah and Mitzvahs were already proud of you, part of your being. Because the Yetzirah only comes in when... You start moving out to be born, like it says, like it's the Chazal tell us. So he says, and therefore, there's two malachim at the entrance to the room, so the Yitzhahara should not enter while he's in his mother's womb in order that the Torah and Mitzvah should have a din kedima. So I say this sometimes at bar mitzvahs and other things that. You, you find, you think it's hopeless, the Yetzirah is so strong, but truthfully, every one of us has it in ourselves. 
the Torah as a Din Kedima, it was here first. It's the default. It has home field advantage in our bodies, and that gives us the strength to be able to fight the Yitzhahara. I told this to Rav Revda. I'm sure he knew the Bach, but he made it as if he didn't know it, and it was a Kiddush, and he was very nispal from it. He probably was making me feel good. But this is a Meredika Bach here in Shin You can look it up, together with that other Bach in Birchas HaTayr and Simim Memzayin, Two very important Bachs to know about the Kayach HaTayra for a person and what Birchas HaTayra does for a person. We should be Zaycha to see Yeshua's Bekarev. Call to everyone.